This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment rights. Welcome to two full hours of Gun Owners Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Dramisi, and Michael Schwartz will teach you about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your rights to keep and bear arms. Visit GunOwnersRadio.com with questions to learn how to become a sponsor of Gun Owners Radio and get involved. Together, we will win. Now here's your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Dramisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. That was not Michael Schwartz, folks, in case you were wondering. That was Desi. She's in today. We're going to have her roll with us for a couple hours, and she's got some great topics and some great interviews. But right now, this segment is sponsored by our buddy John Dillon and the Dillon Law Group. If you have legal matters that involve firearms, then you need to call attorney John Dillon. If you have questions about red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you need to know that your guns are California compliant, you need to call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws. Call him at 760-642-7150, or you can visit his website at dillonlawgp.com. Hey folks, when you tune in to the YouTube live stream at youtube.com slash gunownersradio, do us a favor, hit the like button, and please subscribe. We would really, really appreciate it. And learn to become a better self-defender with John Correa. So join us at the Cover Your Asp Week, ASP, in uh, March. So uh, learn with the best online or at a live training class. Links to register can be found at the gunownersradio.com site. All right. Hey, folks, did you know that January is Female and Firearms Month? That's right. And if you know a female firearms owner, new or experienced, you need to tell them to tune in to Gun Owners Radio. We will be talking about Not Me SD, the DC Project, Tactic Gal with Bree uh, Warner, uh, will be joining us again soon. And you can share the show with your gal with a gun or gal that wants a gun. Now, our very special guest today, I always love having her in. We've got uh, Desi Bergman with Not Me ST. She is the project manager. How are you doing? I'm great, Dave. How are you? How's this crazy first of the year starting off for you? You know, it's been a crazy first of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is a sanctuary here on radio, so you don't have to worry too much about it because we're going to have a lot of fun for the next two hours. And uh, with, yeah, so tell us uh, what have you got planned? Well, today we're going to talk about the Not Me SD program. We're going to talk about the history, some mm-hmm. success that we've had. And we're also going to hear an experience from one of our ambassadors, which is also a volunteer, call in and talk about her experience with the program. So lots to come. I'm yeah. very excited to be here today. So, would we kind of give us just a, a, a brief outline of Not Me SD? What, what is that all about? So Not Me SD is a program that was formed to help women that don't know who else to turn to. They have questions about firearms, how to get a gun, how to get training, or even how to get their CCW, mm-hmm. where who they turn to. Because really there's, I mean, when you first came up with this program, I, I thought, geez, there really isn't an outlet for females, I mean, to go to. I mean... I just don't know of one. 
firearms can be very intimidating for someone oh, that yeah. doesn't know anything about them and especially for some females. So to have a sanctuary where they can go to to ask questions and get assigned someone that actually walks them through the process from start to finish right. is very impactful. And we've seen a lot of success from the program, which I'm excited to talk to you about today. Yeah, we are definitely going to do that. And how about you, Hollywood? Oh, got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but one thing I want to say, though, about Desi is um, or in the uh, Not Me SD thing is that, you know, women are one of the biggest or fastest growing groups, I guess, of new gun owners. So uh, I think it's really critical that we have that kind of stuff or that service available to them. And uh, it's doing really well, if I heard correctly. Is that true? very well. And so we'll talk a little interest. bit more about that here. But yes. Well, the thing of it is, when all of a sudden, as you say, the female shooter is growing leaps and bounds, there really wasn't an outlet for the young shooters to come on board and, you know, now we have this program. So I think it was real because guys, we never had nothing like that, do we? No. Well, not that I know of, but, uh, <laughs> but again, it's, it's good to take advantage of this too, because, um, you know, with all of the, what, 7.2 million new gun owners now since uh, the beginning of the year. And, um, a lot of them are women and, you know, you want to capture these people and, and make sure that they do it correctly. You know, you don't want these people. Okay. They're for whatever reason, they run to the store, they get a gun, they go home, and now they don't do anything, and that's it. Well, because they don't know what to do and, with it. They don't yeah. know who to yeah, call. Yeah, exactly, because like I said, it's very intimidating. Even as a guy, I mean, when I did it, you know, I, I went to one of the local shops, and, and one of the, the range that I happened to go to was a big, like everybody in there was either former military or they wanted <clears> to be former military. They wanted to be a cop, so it had that that whole flavor to it, and which could be intimidating. You're a rookie. Even what do men. you want in here? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, to a woman, I, I would imagine it's even much worse going into an environment like that. It's really scary, especially when you don't know who else to turn to. Yeah. No, it will absolutely. Especially, you know, and if you happen to grow up in a family that doesn't shoot or never shot. And, and I think, Joe, didn't your, your parents were you? Did you My, grow up shooting? I, I did because my parents did not, but my uncles, cousins, all my friends, everybody hunted back there. So we grew up hunting rabbits and Where's things like that. There? Uh, New Jersey and South Jersey. They don't shoot nothing in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, yeah, that's why they call it the Garden State. You have trees back there? Oh, lots of them. <laughs> that's like New York. Don't you always think of New York as asphalt jungle? Yep. yep. <laughs> when I see a, a video of a tree back yeah, in New York. It's not all like the Sopranos. You it's know. not all like the Sopranos. <laughs> Darn, I just, I was, I've been watching this show in Alaska where these guys are surviving, living out, and eating fish and stuff. I can't even imagine that. We have fish in New Jersey. Yeah, fish too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my See, I was God. fortunate to grow stuff. up in a family that loved guns. My dad was a sheriff. I have uncles that are oh. correctional officers. So ever since I could actually hold a gun, I've been able to shoot. And I've been going out onto like our land and we would, you know, take targets out there oh. and shoot. And So you liked it from the beginning. I was raised with it. So I was very fortunate to not have to worry about who to ask questions about guns. Right. I always had, you know, my father, my mom, like all my family has their CCWs. And they're all very much firearms people yeah. and so when all of this things are going on right now yeah. they're very big topics around christmas so I, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know it's funny you don't look like a gun owner and that's a positive i it's, mean you're you're very attractive and you just come across oh you're sweet, too kind but no i'm telling you <laughs> so gun look, owners are ugly and mean is no, that what you're no, saying no no no, no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but i'm just saying you know a lot of times you know gun owners i mean they, they, they have this little bit of a edge to them and you don't have that. And I think it's the confidence of growing up with it your whole life. Yep. Yeah. But not everybody's fortunate to grow up like I did. No. So. No. But to your point, 
everybody can be a gun owner. Like you just never know. I mean, and one thing that we'll talk about with our ambassadors is they come from different walks of life from sales to, you know, doesn't matter like who or what they are, what they do. Anybody can be a gun owner. And the best thing about being a gun owner is people not thinking that you are one. Right. Well, and you don't prejudge somebody. No, exactly. One of the surprising things when I got back into it, you know, five or six years ago was, you know, I was expecting to see, people that were like a cross between duck dynasty and Rambo <laughs> and it's not, I mean, you see those people once in a while, but it's not like that at all for the most part. We I, all want to be Rambo. Yeah. We all want to be Rambo. Well, you know, or uh, John Wick, right? I was we're just all closer say, to duck dynasty. John Wick's John my Wick. Oh my gosh. I love watching him. Have you watched his training videos with how they train him to do those? No. If you go on YouTube, they actually show how he goes through training for those. So, Cause he's actually firing like blank rounds whenever he's doing oh, yeah. that. So, but he went through countless hours of training and to watch him do that, it's really cool. And yep. some of those instructors are females, by the way. Really? Yep. So do you critique his his movies? Because every once in a while, he'll fire four <laughs> shots and then he'll put another magazine yeah. in. Have you seen? I have seen that. And sometimes you will watch these videos with people shooting like, that's not realistic. And when you're an actual like, gun fanatic and you see these things, like you want to kind of critique it. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to take a step back and just watch the movie and enjoy it. See, but you're not old enough. But back during John Wayne and Gene Autry, they had 30 round revolvers. I've never seen a revolver shoot as many rounds. Never. Have you ever seen John Wayne reload? Uh, no, now you mentioned, oh, no, actually take it back. I'm talking about the cowboy days. I'm not talking about in the army. I'm talking about back. No, I'm talking Rio Bravo, El Dorado. Yeah. He reloads there. He never reloaded. (laughs) I'm going to go get that movie and double check it because I don't think he ever reloaded. 15 rounds at a time with only a six round barrel. That's my point. That's Uh my point. All right. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, folks. You are listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, educating you on your Second Amendment right. Now, here are your hosts of Gun Owners Radio, Dave Stahl, Joe Dramisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Hey, we are so proud to partner with the National Concealed Carry Association as a 10-ring partner. NCCA exists to serve the Second Amendment community by providing a nationwide network of 2A advocates, offer elite self-defense, uh, self-defense and concealed carry training from the nation's top instructors, and they provide rock-bottom prices on the best selection of gear and accessories. You can learn more about them at nationalconcealedcarryassociation.com. All right, well, Desi Bergman, how are you today? I'm great, Dave. How are you? Excellent. So I'm really excited about this segment because I know there's a lot of young ladies out there that are maybe bought a gun, their husbands bought them a gun, they bought a gun, they don't know what to do with it or they don't know where to go. And it's hard to ask questions to people that you don't know about the subject of gun ownership. You have a solution. I do have a solution, and that is called Not Me SD. So, Dave, Not Me SD has been around for about two years, mm-hmm. and we are SCCGO's initiative to help stop domestic violence and sexual assault in San Diego. Mm-hmm. So, did you know that on average in a day, there are three women raped in San Diego? No, kid, three. Three. That's the statistic. That's terrible. And so, we are here to help women that want to protect themselves 
to answer their questions on firearms, to help them get training, mm -hmm. and to even help them get their CCW. We want to add guns as another avenue to help females protect themselves. Right. And there's a lot of females out there that have questions about guns and gun ownership, but don't know who to turn to. They're not fortunate like all of us who have a ton of friends and family that are gun lovers. Sure. So who do they turn to when they have questions and they want to be their own protector? They come to us. What What are some of the questions they ask you? So they they're basic questions from you know what kind of gun should I buy? You know how do I get my CCW? To where can I go to get training? You know how do I even use my firearm? To me, one of the scariest things about a new gun owner is not knowing how to use your firearm. Mm -hmm. And so for females, they're very intimidating, and for them to come to us, it's a great thing. Well, if you sell somebody or somebody buys a firearm and doesn't get trained on it. That's, That's dangerous. scary. Yeah, yeah. And it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. For themselves what happens and everybody in the family that's around them. Exactly. Now, Not Me SD has been around for about two years. Mm -hmm. And I actually started off with the program as an ambassador. And we'll talk about that here in just a minute. Mm -hmm. And I became the project manager when COVID hit. Because if you can imagine with COVID, the numbers of applicants that were reaching out to us for help skyrocketed. Why, why is that, would you say? because they understood that firearms are a way to protect themselves. And with things going crazy like they have been, mm -hmm. they wanted a firearm. Gotcha. Yeah, so. and, and, and and without it, uh, you know, I mean, because there are, who's the lady that just ran for Congress and she weighed 100 pounds and now she's threatening to carry her firearm to Congress? Oh, I don't yeah, remember Yeah, she made a great name. video. Unfortunately, she, yeah, it was she great, except you don't remember her video. name. Yeah. It's not Lambert, but it's, but, but the point of it is she made an extremely good point. Mm -hmm. I weigh a hundred pounds. Yep. I got three kids. There's no way I could protect myself. Yeah. Lauren Bobert. That's why we got Brandon. That's why Brandon's, <laughs> That's why Brandon's here. That's why Brandon is here. <laughs> yep. Elvis music and good quality information. <laughs> yep. So, so, so let, let's talk a little, can we talk a little bit about the process? So say there's a lady listening right now. What's the first thing they should do? So the first thing that they should do is go to our website. So if you go to San Diego County Gun Owners website, you're going to go to our Not Me SD tab. There's going to be a lot of information about the program, and there's also going to be a way to apply. Mm -hmm. That's just going to ask them some basic questions about what they're looking for, and then that comes to me. When I get their application, I assign that to one of my amazing ladies who are considered our ambassadors. Mm -hmm. Ambassadors are there to reach out to these ladies and help them through the process from start to finish. Gotcha. So whether these ladies have a question about you know firearms ownership or they want to get training or they want to get their CCW, we have so many resources for them. Now, of course, everything is virtual now because of COVID, mm -hmm. whatever, but um, they're there to help them through the whole process. Now, Dave, do you want to know how many women we have helped through the program since COVID hit? Sure. How many? 158 women. Oh, ooh, I got, look, goosebumps. Goosebumps, right? So that's 158 women that came to us asking for help and that have gone through the program from start to finish, meaning we answered their questions, yeah. we helped them get a gun, we helped them get training, or we helped them get their CCW. And that's without putting a billboard on the I-8. 
That's without advertising it that's, on the freeway. That's my point. I mean, yep. so it's either word of mouth, yep. our radio show, correct, or Michael Schwartz constantly being in front of a camera. Michael loves to be in front of the camera. He and if, does. I mean, that's just his thing. Like, I'm going to give him a camera, take it to his house, and just let him sit in front of it. He's probably doing it. that right now. He's Act, listening to us. You know, it's funny you should say that. He probably is. But it's so, so important. It is. That, you know, that, that you guys were smart enough to see... There has to be an outlet. There is a need for a program like ours, which is why it was formed. And since COVID and the need for firearms was Mm -hmm. realized, imagine it took a virus for people to think that firearms were needed at this time. But because of that, again, they came to us. They wanted help. So we've had 158 women through the program and we have a hundred currently in the process right now working with ambassadors to get the help that they're looking for. And correct me if I'm wrong, but does not that ambassador and the person they're working with become extremely good close friends they do and when i started off as an ambassador the my favorite part was actually talking with these ladies Mm -hmm. about firearms because if you can imagine i love guns and i love talking about guns and i will talk with you about guns all day and to be able to share that knowledge with somebody else and help them it's a very rewarding program and one thing that you'll hear from all of the ambassadors is their favorite part is being able to help someone get their own protection. So you mean you have a program that somebody could physically call you on the phone and talk to you? We do. So imagine that. Like you can actually talk to a real person. You get their phone number, they will email you and they will be there every step of the way through this process to make sure that you get the help that you're looking for. They're not going to leave you. They're not going to say, Dave, I talked to you once. I'm done with you. They're going to be in contact with you until you feel that you're in the great spot. And we've even had ladies go through the program and feel that they're in the good enough position and become ambassadors themselves. So those are wildly successful stories and I just love hearing them. Well, and that was going to be kind of my next question because if you've got a young lady that that reaches out, Mm -hmm. gets her gun, gets her CCW, there is an opportunity for her to become an ambassador. Of course, and we love having ladies volunteer to become ambassadors. I mean, it's a great success story. Once you feel confident enough, I know enough about guns. Now right. I want to share that and share the experience with somebody else. Well, and and this and the bonus really for an ambassador is they're constantly training too. They are. And if you know women love to talk, Women love to talk about guns. Yeah. And when you get them talking about guns, they will talk to you for guns for hours. Yeah. And Joe, you know that. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> Joe's not going to say nothing. <laughs> He's just like, nope. nope. <laughs> yeah. No, well, it's good, too, that they stay in touch with you guys. You guys stay in touch with them because, like you were saying uh, a little bit earlier, it's so important to do the training and to continue that. And, you know, you have to think if, if there are women that – okay, they didn't know they wanted a gun. They didn't know anybody. They didn't come from that kind of background. They don't have friends that shoot regularly. Um, okay. They go through the program, they get it, they get started, but if they don't have a circle of friends around them that are into it, you know, the opportunities that go shoot, you know, the invitations, Hey, meet me at the range. Let's do this. Let's do that. (laughs) You don't see that kind of stuff with all of us. You know, I mean, Dave resists it, but I mean, everybody else, (laughs) I mean, we shoot all the time. I'm busy. So, So let me ask you, what what are your plans for 2021? Because we don't know if it's going to get any better, and we don't even know if it's going to get any worse. 
I honestly feel like it's going to get worse. And I feel that the program and the need for Not Me SD is going to become even more crucial. So we have a plan is we want to promote the crap out of Not Me. Excuse my French, but we want to put that out there. So we're going to be talking about it, you know, of course, with you. We want to get maybe some other segments, do some podcasts, but we want to advertise Not Me. So that way, these ladies that are out there that want help, who don't know that we exist, will somehow hear about us. So it's going to be that word of mouth. It's going to be on our website. We're going to do some more podcasts. We're going to get our interviews out there. So we just want to make sure that these ladies that need help know that we're here. I wonder if we could get you on KUSI. I would love to be on KUSI. I think just I like Mike can't have all the spotlight. I know. He's got to share it with somebody else. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just thinking I'm going to talk to Jake and see if we can't do it. It'll be a Zoom most likely. Of course. But I think that's a great idea. All right. So I want to ask you about the best experience you had, but... My next question probably is really more important. What does it cost to get involved with with your program? Are you ready for this, Dave? Okay, I'm holding the table. Hold the table. It's free. Oh, we do not charge these ladies to come through our program. Wow. We are free, and all of my ambassadors are volunteers, so they give their time to help wow. with this program because they understand their need. Wow. And so this is free to anybody that's listening or anybody that needs us. Yeah, no strings attached. No strings attached. We're not going to make you become a member, although you can, but... Ooh, $10 a month. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, imagine that. $10 and you get our help. Or you can become a volunteer yourself if you're a lady that wants to volunteer with the program. That is so cool. All right, so tell me about uh, one of the really good experiences that... that just warms your heart. So one of the great experiences that warms my heart is we do CCW seminars, you know, once a month that are ladies only. So SDCGO does them once. We do a ladies only one for our Not Me Girls once a month. Back in November, we had 60 women on this virtual call going over the process and how to get their CCW, Mm -hmm. right? And at the end, we always open it up for questions about, you know, like if they want to help with their good cause statements or any kind of questions they have. And we were on this call for about an hour after because these women that were asking questions were single moms. They were these females that had no one else to turn to and they were asking how they could write their good cause so they could protect their family. Wow. And it really was kind of like that light bulb that what we do for Not Me and having a safe environment for these women to come and ask questions uh-huh. was real. Wow. And that was kind of that warm, fuzzy feeling, you know, yeah, that yeah, yeah. this is great because these women are here asking their questions because they know that they have a need. They want to protect themselves and they want to protect them, their families. And it's free. And it's free. Wouldn't it be nice if you could find something free, Joe? It would be nice. You haven't been able to find that. All right. Well, you're going to, we're going to bring you back and we have a big surprise for our listeners. We're not going to tell them what it is. They'll have to tune in at Gun Owners Radio. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. There's more Gun Owners Radio with Dave, Joe, and Michael to come on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Hey, the California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR-style rifle. So what's the solution? You need to buy a Cali Key for your rifle. Cali Key converts any mil-spec direct impingement AR-15 or AR-10 into a bolt-action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. Michael Schwartz did it. You can do it. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford 
with Callie Key. Check out Callie Key at CallieKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Hey, and for all you folks watching our show online, do us a favor. Hit the like button, subscribe button, and tell your friends. All right. Hey, Desi's going to be with us the whole two hours. And, you know, we're talking about uh, Not Me SD. So what is it about this program and, 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 and the ambassadors you work with that really just warms your heart? So one thing I love about the program, this is probably my favorite part, is being able to reach out to these women volunteer and talk with them. Now, like we said earlier, women that love guns love to talk and they will talk your ears off. So I get the ability and the privilege to be able to contact our ambassadors, you know, a few times a month, check in with them. And the great thing about that is whenever we're calling, I'm building a sisterhood, right? Because these women, like it's usually first 15 minutes of talking about life, talking about our family, what's going on, Mm -hmm. how's COVID doing. And then, of course, we'll talk about the you know applications that they have that they're working with right now. Mm-hmm. But I love talking with these women, and they've become my sisters. And that's a bond that you can never forget. Wow. And the great thing today, Dave, is we have a special guest. I have Debbie, who is one of our volunteers calling in. Debbie, are you there? Oh, we could barely hear Where'd you, Debbie. You hear you? You're in a cam. Oh. Oh my gosh! I'm I'm uh, I'm here. There you are. You Hi, Debbie. Sound wonderful. <laughs> How are you doing I'm, today? I'm feeling good. <laughs> so, Dave, Debbie has been one of my longest-standing volunteers. And Debbie, how long have you been volunteering with the program for? You know, I would have to say since the beginning. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I think I was one of your first ones. (laughs) You were, and we've been in contact, and you've been like my sister since day one, which I absolutely love. Debbie and I talk for hours anytime we talk to each other. But Debbie, (laughs) tell me, what brought you to Not Me SD as a volunteer? You know, I um I knew Wendy um uh, through the uh, Well Armed Woman uh, Woman's Group, and she told me about it starting up. And I believe I told her to give you my number, and that's how. But I I, I totally believe uh, in the program itself. Um, I am a firm believer that women, if they want a gun and they want to know how to shoot it. I can direct them to do that. And um, it, it's it's just a wonderful program for women, especially, like you, you guys said, women who don't grow up in a household right. that has guns. That's just like me. My friend seven years ago took me shooting. I had never been around a gun. Never? And wow. never. No. Wow. And now you're always around guns. And you're all at 22 years old. So that's, <laughs> so that's was, amazing. Yeah. Dude, I'm almost 60. <laughs> you look fantastic, though, Debbie. You do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, and, I, and now I just love it. And I love teaching other women, um, you know, all about guns and, and how to properly shoot it and, and what to buy, what to look for when they go to buy their first gun. It's really, really important that it fits their hand and, and all of that. So it's it's a great program. Now, well, I know I broke a cardinal rule by asking a woman her age. Dave, you should never have done that. I know, I know. But, but I think it's important that the women out there listening realize there's no age limitation. No, there is not. No, there's no age limit. not. No. One of my ladies that I've helped out, she's in her late 70s. Wow. Wait, did you say late seventies? Wow! Yeah! Wow! See, yeah! That is so so important, and 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 there was a time in society 
where you weren't even allowed to even think about buying a gun, let alone carrying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you no, can hear the joy in her voice. You know that? You she, can see, hear the joy in her voice. This is why I like voice. to talk to Debbie. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, Debbie, you volunteered a lot at the shooting socials, correct? I do, yes. And why? what's your love for volunteering there? Like, why do you like to do that? Well, and especially when I did that, I love to be met up with a woman um, because, you know, that way they're not learning to shoot by their significant other. Mm-hmm. Because um, that can be bad. Wrong with that. <laughs> nothing bad about that whatsoever. But they're learning from another female who has seven years of experience. So, um, and I bring my my uh, nine mil gun for them to shoot. What do you shoot, Debbie? I have one already. Huh? What, do have? what do you have? I have a Glock 17. Okay, so that's a little bit bigger, yeah. you know, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, and like you and I have done this before, if it's too much for them, we use Desi's um, 380. <laughs> no, I have a Walther 22. That's a little oh, bing 22. bing, right? People yeah. okay, people make fun of 22 guns because they're small, and there's but there's no recoil. So for a first-time gun owner or for yeah, someone that's... that's shooting for the first time, it's very less intimidating. Now, yeah, now yeah. Debbie, when you work with these ladies, like when you're at the range, when you're uh-huh. you're paired with a female, do you see their comfort level kind of go up because it's another female that they're working with? Like, do you see a difference than working with a male to a female? Well, I, I would think so. I do feel after their first couple of shots, um, they do kind of calm down a little bit and they're not so nervous. Mm. Um, but, uh, by the end of the two hours, uh, we're just, she's just like shooting away and then she <laughs> runs out of ammo. <laughs> of course. And that seems to be the problem that we're all having these yeah. days is running out of ammo and being able to find right. ammo for a good price. But well, I, think, yeah. I think a guy would be a tad intimidated to be shooting with Debbie. If you really want the honest truth oh, of it all. No. If no, you've seen Debbie, she, men. yes, she is not intimidated. <laughs> Intimidating. She's a little sweetheart. <laughs> well, no, because we don't want her to outshoot us. You know how guys are. I mean, guys and their ego, and if a woman outshoots them, God forbid, us oh, be better than them. I'll have to go to bed early tonight. <laughs> and they're going to go to bed crying. Yep. Get over that quickly. <laughs> yeah, right. Get over that quickly. So now, Debbie. Well, I have had a man come up to me and go, nice groupings. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, Debbie, tell me, yeah, what's your favorite like part it. of being an ambassador? Like, why, why do you like this program? You know, it's really rewarding in that, number one, I'm meeting new like-minded women, new friends, um, several of them. Uh, I still, to this day, we text back and forth, you know, have you been to the range lately? How's the gun uh, doing and, and all of that? So I'm meeting new friends, but I'm also, I feel like they're empowering themselves with their new gun ownership. And that's a really neat feeling to know that they feel a little bit stronger when they have that in their home and they can protect their family. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's just really very rewarding for everybody, for them and for me to be able to, you know, empower them. It's, it's great. Right. Well, and that's, and I think that's really the baseline to not me, SD. Yeah, we want to empower women to be their own protector. Take the fear Absolutely. out of it. Exactly. Again, yeah. firearms can be very, very intimidating. But when you see oh, yeah? someone like Debbie or myself at the range and we're shooting and we're helping these other women, because mm-hmm. I love to take women to the range as well and, you know, teach them to shoot. I mean, 
when you become very passionate about it, you love teaching others and seeing like the joy and their smile on their faces, like when they shoot or the fear of, my gosh, like that was so scary. Right. But it's very rewarding to be able to go through that. And like Debbie's saying, the program isn't just a one call. Like, you know, we're constantly in communication with these applicants. We're checking in, we're holding their hand. And even after they've quote unquote gone through the process, we're still staying in contact with them because we want to make sure that they're there. And it's a friendship that we've, you know, developed. And Debbie, you know that we have a great group of women ambassadors that volunteer, but these women are also your family now because we love to talk about guns and we love to have our little virtual happy hours and we can become, (laughs) you know, very better friends and everything. So it's a great program. Yes, it is. It really is. And I'm I'm just so thrilled about being uh, an ambassador and helping you. And, and it, it is. I, I, it's a nice sisterhood. <laughs> sisterhood of gun-loving girls. I mean, it can't get any better than that. At least I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, and- Debbie, tell me about a great experience that you've had with one of your candidates or one of your applicants. Tell us about a story you know, that you've had. Um. Let's see. I think my favorite one so far is I spoke with this one lady um, who uh, really needed a a weapon in the home to protect her family. Um, She did not own a gun yet. And we talked for hours prior to actually meeting her. I suggested that she go to the SDCGO shooting social. And I told her that I was going to be there that week. For, to be, um, you know, one of the um, ambassadors. And she showed up. She brought her girlfriend with her. And I taught them both um, how to shoot my gun and everything. And she texted me a couple of days later, and she did go out and buy a Glock 19. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. And, and her and her friend, they continue to go to the range together with that one gun. And to this day, they t- they check in on me and they tell me, y'all, they're doing great. Their groupings are getting closer. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's always about the groupings, right? It's like my groupings are getting yeah. better. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah, so spread out exactly. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're a great story and uh, two friends that I'll always cherish. And the great thing about the program, too, Dave, is that we talked about it's word of mouth. So if you have one person involved, they're going to go tell their friends when they have a great experience. And just like in Debbie's situation, the one friend brought her friends. And I love going to these shooting socials and seeing just like groups of gals there. Mm -hmm. And these shooting socials are primarily like women right now because women want to learn how to shoot. And they're not afraid to ask for that help. And so they just tell each other and away we go. Well, you guys are going to get You guys are going to get a new student, actually, too. Because my (laughs) wife keeps listening to this show and she keeps saying, when can I go? When can I go? So I'm gonna oh, make yeah. her. So I'm gonna make her get on the website. And uh, now she had a. My wife had a question mm-hmm. because she has. We share a Smith and Wesson nine millimeter, which uh-huh. she hates. Correct. Because she can't rock it. Yep. And yeah. her, her gun that she likes is our Mossberg five hundred. Okay. Do you do any shotgun training? I personally don't, but Debbie, do you do shotgun training? <laughs> uh, I love uh, shotgun. <laughs> so then, well, there we go. Then there I would just go. pair your wife with Debbie, and they can go have fun together. All right, so. so I will get her. I will get her to uh, get it done oh. before we have another litter of puppies, or she starts going to dog shows. But <laughs> she really, really, really wants to do it, and it's because she keeps listening to the show. And yeah. as as 
or Joe for Joe here was nice <laughs> enough to bring out the fact that I haven't gone shooting. That means she hasn't gone shooting. So she's going to leave me aside, I think, and get involved. So I think this is a great program for her to get involved now, in. Now, does she have any kind of firearms right now or just the shotgun? Yeah, just the shotgun and the 9mm. Okay, but and is the 9mm yours or hers? Well, it's basically mine. Okay. So what I want to do is get her a gun that she likes. Right. You know, it's kind of like teaching your husband teaching you how to drive a car. Yeah, it doesn't happen nah, very well. Good nope, thing. never so a good thing. It's, it's better if somebody like yourselves get her together, show her a bunch of different firearms, because she's yeah. re, she's falling back on the shotgun because she doesn't she's not comfortable with the pistol. So yeah. let's get her something that I think she'd be comfortable with. Because sometimes yeah, the shotgun's not always... I know everybody says that's home defense, but a lot of times maybe a pistol is better home defense Agreed. than a shotgun. Agreed. Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's only good if well, it's and, fun to shoot, right? If well, and if you know how to shoot shooting it. it yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you what about her grouping. So the first oh. time I took her out, <laughs> I hook her up with a 9mm. I put her 25 yards out. 25 yards out? That's where you started her? I didn't know any difference. I figured if I just see how she does. And it was like about, what is this, three inch grouping? With the shotgun? No, with a nine millimeter. Okay. So I pull it back in. I go, what the? And it was center mass. I went, you've never shot before? She goes, nope. So now hold on. What was your grouping? It wasn't as good as hers. And did she brag about that? Oh, wow. Well, she did, sort of, kind of. And the shotgun, she was even better with a shotgun than I was. So how is your pride after that? I'm fine with it. Okay. I I, I have no problem with that. But but she has never handled a firearm until that time she went to the ring. She's a natural. It's scary natural. Scary natural. So Yeah. All right. We're going to hook you guys up. Hey, Debbie, this has been a blast. It's it's. I can tell you've been smiling for the whole segment. (laughs) Am I right? See, See? See, you can hear the smile in her voice. I know, you can hear it. And uh, Desi, we want to thank you for having her on. It was awesome. Of course, anytime. All right. Thank you all. All Thanks, Debbie. And you can request Debbie. And you can request Debbie, I bet. We'll see about that. (laughs) She's high on your list, right? She's very high in demand. I have a feeling. All right, take care, kid. Bye, you all. Thanks, Debbie. All right, folks, this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Six one, AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, I turn the page here. See, I got so excited with Debbie that I forgot to turn my page, and that's extremely important. All right, hey folks, Seal One is one of the newest sponsors. Clean, loop, and protect your gun faster and easier with Seal One. Seal One CLP Plus is an all-in-one solution that cleans, lubricates, and protects your gun. It's also natural, non-toxic, and environmentally friendly. 
SEAL-1 was founded by a Navy SEAL here in San Diego, and all their products are made in the USA. SEAL-1 is also a strong supporter of San Diego County gun owners, so we are very proud to have them on board. Clean your gun faster, better with SEAL-1. Use the code GOR25 for a 25% discount off your first order on their website at SEAL1.com. All right. So, you know, Debbie was just, just, and I bet you all the ambassadors are just like Debbie. They are. They all, you can hear their smile through their voices when you talk to them. And you can see why we talk for hours. I mean, we talked to Debbie for 15 minutes. Imagine if we had more time, she would talk to us for so much longer. And how many ambassadors do you guys have now? So it varies depending on the time. So right now we have 10 active ambassadors that are reaching out to our ladies. And again, they have a caseload right now of about 100 that they're working between the 10 of them. So they work with several women per ambassador then? Correct. Yep. Great. So. Well, that's, and that's, it's so, well, you could, you could tell how rewarding it is, you know, when you know you're helping somebody with something that they're not comfortable with. You're helping them with being with their protection. Yeah. Hello. And protection is crucial, especially if you're, you know, single or with things that are going on right now. I mean, COVID really made everybody go, firearms? Like I need that now. And it took COVID to make everybody know about their Second Amendment rights. Imagine that. Yeah. And it really, you know, it really is uh, enjoyable to help people learn like that. We were talking about the shooting socials, um, you know, off air a few minutes ago. And uh, it's just, it's a lot of fun to help people because, uh, you know, people that haven't shot before and, you know, you help them, you show them that first time shooting experience and you, you bring in some of your guns. And I mean, everybody just loves it. I've never seen anybody walk away from one of those socials that, that just you didn't see have so a many great smiles smile. on the yeah, lanes. Like I'm, you're just looking up and down, like you see the smiles from the volunteers and from the people that are there shooting. And everybody, to your point, Joe, walks away with a smile on their face. Yeah. I mean, I had a woman one time that was literally shaking uh, there because she was so nervous and so, you know, because she had been told all these things about guns and, um, you know, and she just, her friends talked her into coming there and she was just really, really nervous and she had a ball. She loved it by the time it was over. You should have told her about Not Me SD and we could have assigned her a volunteer like Debbie to help her out. It was before you guys. I was going to say that. Before I think us. That, yeah, it was before I you. Think All that, right. Yeah, well, you've only been doing it for two years, Only girl. two years. I know. We're still in our infancy stages, but yeah. we're not going anywhere. If anything, we're ramping up. So are you spreading this to uh, other parts of the of the country? Not as of right now. So right now are we there are plans for that. Maybe, maybe right now we're actually looking to expand into our Riverside chapter. So okay. Karen, right. we're looking to expand up there and help her start the program and promote it and get that off the ground. You don't want to rush it. You want to do it slow. You, know, you don't want to rush anything that's good. Right. Yeah, right. It's like when you bake a cake. Yeah, well, you have to watch that timer. <laughs> well, that's what happened when uh, the program first started because they didn't, I think they got caught off guard with the response i think uh, within the first week they had a hundred people inquire yeah and they and weren't prepared for they that. they were not prepared for that and then when covid hit they went okay we need to be prepared because they saw another influx and you know mike and wendy who knew myself were like okay desi's amazing we need her to do more so we need her to step it up and help project manage this and get the success out of the program that we were looking for so quit her job just get, quit my day yeah. job you know unfortunately with covid i did have to quit my day job. So this is what I was working on full time, which was great. 
But, you know, we really came together, put together some great programs, put together some great resources for the ambassadors. You know, I ramped up the team and got more volunteers like Debbie involved, which was great. And we just started working through these cases, talking to women and getting all of these programs in place. And I love being a part of this and I wouldn't have it any other way. We need to get you a sponsor. I would love to have a sponsor. Wouldn't that be great if you had like Smith and Wesson as your sponsor? Oh, that would be so fun. Or Brownie. But has anybody even put together a proposal and reached out? I think Mike might need to do that. Might as well. He's not doing anything else. He's sitting at home. Or get He's sitting Dave at home right in front of a here. camera. What? You know, we'll get just Dave listening. right on it. We'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, get me right on it. I'll talk to him. And usually when I do stuff like that, they, they sign up just to make me go away. <laughs> so you're like that little pest that you just Terrible. have to give them a little honey to make them go away. We, Thank you, very you know, much. It's, it's good the program. <laughs> no idea. You know, it's good the program is growing though the way it is because the things that are driving the need for it, I think, unfortunately, are going to continue for a while. I agree. Um, you know, this is not going to be probably a pleasant year or two coming up. This is going to be an interesting year, and if anything, our rights as gun owners are going to become even more restricted. So to get your guns, your trainings and everything while you can, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen over this next year. Yeah, and we always we always see that when we get when we get administrations and and politicians that are going to attack the second amendment like which is probably going to happen here. <laughs> They're already attacking um, it. Come on, he's not even in office yet and he's already attacking yeah, it. And, <laughs> and it already it always drives up the desire, the need for guns and the, you know, the demand for guns and then hopefully the demand for training and everything because that's one of my big things I'm always pushing is the training because yep. you get people that get into it and then they, they don't do anything with it and you're, you know, it's like you're halfway there. I mean, you know, well, it's... a gun is just a paperweight unless you know how to use it. Well, and here's another thing that we haven't brought up or even thought about, but unfortunately, there's a pretty massive di- divorce rate going on with the COVID. With people... People stu- are getting tired of their spouses, what well, can I say? <laughs> they say the divorce rate's crazy. You know, there's a lot of people getting divorced. So that's throwing a lot of women out on the street, basically, you know, where maybe they had their husband for protection, which is kind of a crutch, if you want my honest opinion. It is a crutch. It sort is. of an old-fashioned kind of uh, well, crutch, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm a housewife. I have to have my husband to protect e- myself. Exactly. And you're not like someone like me that's like, I'm my own protector. I have my own guns. That's I have my exactly CCW, right? right? Yeah, well, and-, and <laughs> Don't mess with me. And, 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 but, but back then, they didn't, there was no outlet. There wasn't. You know, the girl had to kind of- Say okay, I get it. I, I I'll just stay home and cook and clean, and you know, hopefully, I don't become attacked. Now, that well, was back in the olden days. Is that what that was? <laughs> yeah, it was the well, it's days. a generation thing, right? And yeah. one thing I love is whenever you go to these shooting socials and you talk to these women, you see an age range now from you know like early twenties on up to like the seventies, like what Debbie talked about. Yeah. So women are changing and are adapting. And I think that's great to kind of see that change take place. Mm-hmm. And the more women that you see as gun owners, I mean. Fine. Like it's it's empowering, and I love to feel like a badass every now and then. It's like I know how to shoot guns, right? Yeah, right. And it really helps empower these women with that confidence, and that confidence is crucial when it comes to gun ownership. Right. And I think last year, and correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, with a statistic, but there was seven million new gun owners in the U.S. Is that right? Yeah, I think seven it's close. Point, seven point two since March is what since the, COVID uh, shooting sports people are saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a lot of folks. It's a lot, a lot of, of new gun owners. Women. A lot of them are women. If you go to these shooting socials, Dave, and you see it's 80% women. Wow. And I think that's fantastic. And one thing we haven't even talked about, too, is the ammo shortage that's going on right now. I mean, I can let alone find ammo to go shooting like I used to. And the crazy thing is people are blaming, you know, the gun manufacturers because they're saying that they're not making it. 
but these manufacturers are actually producing it, but because there are so many new gun owners out there, can't they can't produce it fast, it fast enough, right? right. So yeah, you we, think okay. 7.2 million new gun owners, let's just say they get 100 rounds, and that's being very, very slim. Yeah. Two boxes, Two conservative boxes. estimate. Yep. That's a conservative estimate, plus all of the gun owners that are already here, and we want to buy ammo, plus them, so they can't produce it fast enough. So right. it's like they're producing it, but we can't get it at a good price because they can't produce it fast enough. Yeah, and that does seem to be a, a pain is that when they can't produce it fast enough, then we just have to charge you more. Well, what I, what happened is it, it's 700 million new rounds got dumped into the demand. <laughs> and a lot of those, um, the manufacturers like Winchester and those guys, they buy materials, they contract for materials like a year ahead of time. So They you know, didn't contract for that. <laughs> well, no. Well, what happens, though, is they go back to their suppliers. Okay, yeah, we'll give you the material, but it's not going to be the contract price. And they bump everything up. So Inflation. You know, they're just responding to that. Exactly. All right. Hey, folks, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Owners Radio with your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz. Visit GunOwnersRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor of the show. Time to get involved and get active. Together, we will win. Now here's Dave, Joe, and Michael on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Hey, self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone. And unfortunately, the justice system may not may not be on your side. If you have taken training, then you know you should have coverage for the legal battle after your self-defense battle. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does our coverage. Guess what? Gun Owner Radio listeners, you can get a free T-shirt when you join U.S. Law Shield. Use promo code GUNOWNERSRADIO at uslawshield.com. And if you're watching on YouTube, please do us a favor. Hit the like button, subscribe to our uh, YouTube page, and tell your friends. Mr. Dramisi, what have you got for us this segment? It's not a what, it's a who. So, uh, so hopefully who we have, we have Ken Campbell, the CEO of Gunsight Academy from uh, Paulden, Arizona. So, Comrade Campbell, hey. uh, welcome to the People's Republic. <laughs> free, free America calling. Yeah. <laughs> you must be out of state. <laughs> no, I'm in Arizona. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Free America's calling. So, Father has a lot. What was the D-Day code? Father has a long mustache. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> 
So, Ken, how are you guys doing out there after, uh, what are we, 10 months into our COVID hysteria here? We are 10 months into it, and uh, I've got to say, Joe, Dave, uh, and everybody there, um, life is good. Um, It's amazing what things have done. You know, uh, I was listening to you earlier, and seven-plus million new gun owners, and fortunately, many, many, many of those new gun owners have taken our founder, Jeff Cooper's advice, who said, just because you own a piano does make does not make you a musician. Well, many, many of these new gun owners are seeking training, which is wonderful. And even more so from our side of it, they're seeking training at gun site. That's good for business too then, right? <laughs> it is. It is. It's very good for business. Now, uh, I, I'm all about capitalism. Believe me, I, you know, <laughs> I'm about as right wing as you get along in there, but um, it's also very important that that folks get, as you know, you folks espouse this, get good training so you, when you own that firearm, you, you do know how to operate it and be able to do the right thing at the right time. We know, and, it, and it's great, too, that the um, the COVID stuff did not um, interfere with that as much as it, as it could have, because I know I was out there in October for a 350 class, and then I stayed for the gas match. And, um, you know, people were out there. There were some people with masks, mostly no masks, but you guys were checking temperatures every morning for everybody. And it worked really well. Didn't seem to be a problem at all. No, fortunately, uh, Arizona recognizes that we're an essential service. God bless the Constitution and, and the Bill of Rights. So we're an essential service. They, they didn't close us down. So we kept going. It slowed down. But having said all that, you know, Gunsight's been all about individual responsibility for 45 years. That's what about what, what we're about, right? You're your own first responder. Uh, I was in law enforcement for 35 years. I spent eight years in a constitutional office as, as the elected office of sheriff. And I'm here to tell you, you are the first responder. So you have to, to protect yourself and your family first. But again, having said that, um, uh, this is all this COVID is all about personal responsibility. So we do. We take your temperature every day. We lay it out simply. Are you sick? Then why are you here? Go home. Um, we ask you a series about six questions. If you want to wear a mask, by God, you wear a mask and you feel, feel good about wearing that. If you don't want to, fine. If you want to sit next to each other, you sit next to each other. But if you're not comfortable with that, don't. We try to practice social distancing in the classroom. On the firing line, well, it is a shooting school, so social distancing usually is not a problem there. Um, at lunchtime, if you want to separate at lunch, that's fine. You do that. But we're, we're plugging along here, and, and we just make sure people are uh, polite, adult, and responsible, responsible about all this. And we, we keep going and keep training good Americans to stay alive. You know, and it's so refreshing to uh, just experience that back there, Um, because out here it's a little bit different. I mean, you know, the ranges are open, people are shooting, but like, you know, I work RSO shifts at one of the clubs where I'm at, and, um, you know, we're doing our social distancing and things, but, you know, it's, it's impacted us to where, for the time being with this current lockdown now, the club's open to members, but we can't bring guests, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate. I understand what they're doing, but it's, um, it's a shame that we're in this defensive position, you know, like this, we're always defending ourselves. And, um, it, it's great to see, you know, how gunsight handled it. It was really, uh, refreshing to experience that. 
Well, thank you for saying that. We, we, uh, we're glad to see you here for the class you took and certainly for the Gunside Alumni Shoot. You know, for, uh, we start back to work tomorrow. Uh, we had a few private classes this last week. We get dark over, over the Christmas time period, and we use that to refit, refurbish, repaint, and all those good things. But we start tomorrow, and our 250 pistol class, that's our five-day level one pistol class, is full. Um, this is the first time since last about uh, May we've not had to double our 250 class. That is, the first one gets so full, we have to add a second one. But this one is full, and normally it, it has a dozen to 15 folks in it, not 24. So we're, we're, 2021 is looking to be a record year uh, for us uh, because of people getting this training. So, and and we're very very happy about that. Yeah, and that's and I wanted to ask you. We we talked about the seven point two million new gun owners, and I was going to ask you: Are you seeing a lot of first time gun owners out there in your classes oh now? <laughs> oh my! You said a lot there. Uh, we, we always get a lot of newer gun owners, but at Gunsight, usually we see people that that are familiar with guns. Uh, but now uh, the last seven, eight months, we are seeing more and more people that literally are bringing a gun in a box and say, I've not opened this yet. Can you help me? Or when they call and talk with me or, or Dave Hartman, our training director, they'll say, okay, what gun do I buy to bring to the class? Uh, we recommend them folks to rent a gun from us. That way they can come away an educated consumer. Uh, we rent guns for $35 a day. That's the gun, the holster, the magazines, belt, and so on. And that way on, on Monday, if the Glock 17 doesn't work well for you, well, Tuesday we'll, we'll try an M&P or we'll try a 1911. We'll try different guns. That way at the conclusion of the week, you've seen what other people are shooting, what you've shot, and then when you go back to home, you can go into that gun shop and be an educated consumer to buy that gun. But getting back to your initial question, sorry, I digress. Um, we're seeing more and more people that are the absolute newbie gun owners, and we are so proud to have them. And the, the other side of that is we're seeing more and more of those folks that are certainly have a more liberal mindset, and, and that's interesting. Now, Ken, out of all of these new gun owners that are coming through your classes, how many of those would you say are women? Oh, uh, we're seeing lots of women. Uh, we, back, back when Gunsight started 45 years ago, it was rare to have a woman in class. And that was before we had uh, facilities on the range, let's say. So that means the men's trees were over there and the women's trees were over there type thing. But uh, since that time period, things have changed a lot. And uh, we ha it's rare when we do not have multiple women in class. And about two years ago, when my wife Sherry took her carbine class, that was the first time we had more women than men in a carbine class. So we're seeing that regularly. We do women-only classes, not because the class is different. It's just that some women don't want to come to class with men in the class. And I understand that. Um, so, and women are better students than men. So all you men, you just better put your, uh, put your hearing protection on, for I guess for what I'm saying, if that offends you. But we've got all this machismo in us. But we know how to do everything, right? We, an instruction manual, we don't need to read that. We know everything about everything. But ladies, simply put, listen and do, and their learning curve rockets. And they are such a pleasure to have in class. And they come away feeling so empowered because they are. They can handle most of the problems that they're going to face in the world. 
All right, Ken. Tell you what, can you stick with us for another segment? You know I can. I had a funny feeling. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. There's more Gun Owners Radio with Dave, Joe, and Michael to come on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The Answer. All right, this segment is brought to you by PRMI Mortgage, primeres.com slash alpine. For home mortgage, interest rates have dropped, and if you're looking to buy, refi, or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, you need to give our local mortgage guy a call. Someone you can trust. That's Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Give Chris a call at 619-722-1303 or just go to primeres.com slash alpine. All right, we got Ken Campbell on the line from Gunsight Academy. Hey, buddy. Hey. All right. So, hey, Ken, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, I've been out there a couple of times. I've done the 250 class, the 350 class, the, you know, the beginning or the beginning handgun, intermediate handgun. So uh, I'll be out again this year. So um, what's next on there? I know I've got several classes to choose from. What could you talk about uh, or what can you say about those classes? Okay. Um, we got lots of options available for you, uh, even though I'll leave the gate unguarded so you can get back in again. Um, <laughs> what, what we'll do here is uh, uh, think about uh, 499 is the level three pistol class. That's uh, everything is faster, everything's farther, the challenges are greater, there's more force on force iterations. That's something to think about. We've also got a class that's very popular called Brave. Ballistic response against violent encounters, and that's street crimes, home defense, some uh, grappling and so on, things like that, some uh, tactical medicine, uh, see, uh, vehicle defense. It covers a lot of different areas in there. It's very challenging. It's very fast-paced. That's something to think about. Um, another one of our real popular classes is uh, tactical concealed carry. Uh, everything is done concealed, which that's the way we carry 99% of the time is concealed. So all your iterations are done. So you're working with your sweatshirt, your t-shirt, your jacket, uh, whatever it happens to be that you use as a vest, whatever you use as a cover garment. So that's something to think about in there. Uh, brother, I can keep you busy. Uh, just keep them cards and letters coming and we'll, we'll keep you busy on, on these classes. Or, or think about another weapon system. Think about carbine or think about shotgun. Yeah, looking forward to that, actually. I got a, a whole uh, plan for you guys out there, so it'll be good. And uh, you brought up the concealed carry thing. So, you know, I was going to ask you about that anyway, because um, I know we have a, uh, I think I've probably told you here, we've got a growing, I guess like they do all over the country, uh, concealed carry population, um, particularly with women. If you were listening to the earlier segments here, we were talking about the Not Me SD program that we have. And um, you guys, you have the tactical concealed carry um class there do you have a, the other concealed carry classes or any other concealed carry well you always have that option after you get through 250 you always have the option of working concealed um it's the only time it, it doesn't it isn't allowed is if the range master finds you're you're very challenged at it and it's a safety concern and then we'll have you work from, from the open but other than that you have the option of always working from concealed carry 
Uh, now, when we work with some of the ladies and they're working with off-body carry, that is purses, things like that, we, we work around that as well. But we cover that uh, very well in our, in our ladies' uh, pistol class also. Now, Ken, tell me a little bit more about the classes that you offer for women, because I'm, of course, interested in, you know, what kind of classes you offer. And I know our female listeners would be as well. Okay. The ladies' class is absolutely no different than, than the general 250 pistol class, other than it's all ladies. And we break it down into a three-day plus two-day segment. We found that some ladies did not want to take five full days. So we did the first three days of the 250 pistol class. And then if you want to stay, you can do two more days, or you can come back in a few months and do, do the other two days and, and complete the, the 250 pistol class. The only thing different in the class is we do cover some off-body carry um, options that, you know, men, the, the guys you're sitting there with probably aren't going to be carrying their guns in a purse. Uh, maybe Joe, but, um, <laughs> but, but, but we do, we, we spend more time with the ladies on that because that's specific to them. The other thing about it is the ladies' classes bond very quickly. Um, they become immediate friends with each other. They're sharing gear. They're, they're working with each other. That happens in all our classes, but it happens quicker. That dynamic is different in a ladies' class in women, a very positive way. Women love to talk, Ken, and we love to talk about guns. And if you put a room full of women together that you're talking about guns, we're going to become friends. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, 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 you are one. I'm sorry. I've lost your first name. My already. name is Desi, Ken. It's nice to meet you, hon. <laughs> Debbie, thank you. Well, you are absolutely correct. The, la- the ladies love this, and we've got ladies that just, just keep coming back. We have so many, we call it Gunsight Family, our alumni. We have so many, many uh, ladies, Gunsight Family, that just keep coming back for different classes, whether that's, uh, we've got two sisters that come out of uh, Rhode Island or Delaware. Wow. Two or three times a year, they fly clear out here. Uh, some of it just come for two-day range day classes. Uh, but that's how much they love coming to Gunsight and, and the quality of training that we offer. That's awesome. Hey, Ken, can you put well, in a word um, with Rob for me over at Simply Rugged for a nice leather uh, purse? <laughs> we can get you a purse, no. Joe. That way you can if carry I, your gun I, off you want, body. You want, <laughs> do you want it adorned with uh, some uh, rattlesnake skin? Because, you know, he's, <laughs> we, we uh, take care of him on that. We, uh, we On occasion, we, we run across Mojave's here, and, and they, uh, they don't get a stay on this earth. But we let them, uh, we save them and put them in the freezer. That's always interesting to open the freezer here at Gunsight. <laughs> and we give them to Rob Leahy. It's simply rugged leather. And he uh, it takes the skin and, and adorns belts and holsters. And I'm sure for you, he would do a purse. And absolutely, because, uh, you know, I've already got one of his holsters, thanks to you, because uh, I saw some of you guys with it. And I thought, well, I have to have one of those. And uh, yeah, picked that up last stuff. year. And uh, you may see that out there next year if I come out with the 1911. Okay. Well, and if you get your merch, then you can go take his off-body carry course that he offers. <laughs> there you go. See there if I you go. Bump up my <laughs> learning curve. People, people get concerned about right now is ammo, and rightfully so. And I heard you talking about that in your last segment. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we're very fortunate and uh, in the industry, the shooting industry, the double-tap ammunition is a very good working partner with us. We have ammunition, and it's still reasonably priced. If you come and take a 250 pistol course, we will sell you an ammunition package. Uh, it's a 1,000 rounds a ball plus 50 rounds frangible, and it costs right at 16 bucks a box for 9-millimeter ball. You're teasing me, Ken. Don't tease me like that. 
<laughs> well, I'm just telling you, that's what the pricing is. Double tap ammo. Mike McNett out of Utah. He makes ammo for Colt and Sig and so on. They are they are taking good care of us so we can take good care of our customers, of our clients, our gunsite family. So our prices on ammo right now, as I sit here this Sunday evening, our ammo prices on packages have not gone up as long as he doesn't raise his prices. So don't be fearful thinking, oh, man, I've got that 1,000 rounds in ammo cans here at home, but I'm not sure I want to use it. Well, you, you can buy some reasonable from us, and it will be here waiting for you when you come take your class. So We just uh, have to drive six that. hours to uh, see you. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's a nice drive. And, and you get out of the People's Republic. Yeah, and that and the uh, the ammo benefits a great deal. I've done that with each class I've taken out there, and that's and it's excellent. Uh, just, just think what you'll save on gasoline once you cross the state line. That's true, you know, and that was another shock out there. Keep You're right. rubbing it in. Just keep rubbing it in. Now, Ken, do you ever uh, you travel? Know I love you guys. I know. Ken, do you ever travel for your courses, or do you only do them in Arizona? No, we do. We do off-site courses. We would come to California and do those. We used to. Uh, we just got to have a range that's reasonable to work with us with, with what we teach. But we offer off-site courses in Nashville, Tennessee. We do th- a full five-day courses at Royal Range. We do three-day courses just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana. We do some of the three-day courses also in in uh, in, in Nashville, but also up in uh, around Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, we're up there. Um, I'm trying to think where else. But we you're not in California. You gotta come visit yeah. us, Ken. Joe would love yeah. well, to have you, you, and I would love to meet you as you well. Just, you reach out to us, and you tell us what you want, and you let us know if there's a range that will let us work from the holster and and things like that. We can follow the ten round magazine guidelines and all that, all those things. But you let us know what you want, and uh, we will do our best to come there. We, I'm going to hold you to it, Ken. We'll be seeing you soon. Lemon Grove. Well, don't tease me. You, you send me that information. Well, that sounds great. Can, do you have uh, what do you guys have coming up this year? Do you have any um, any events like the you know the gas match obviously in October? What's new at Gunsight? Right, the Gunsight alumni shoot the gas match. That's always the first Saturday in October. It's a big uh, fundraiser for the Jeff Cooper Legacy Foundation, and the Cooper family uh, provides scholarships to Gunsight based on monies raised from that and other fundraisers. We do another uh, fundraiser in June. The uh, uh, Callums Foundation, that was a uh, retired LAPD officer, Jim Callums, his daughter, uh, sadly passed away of, a, of an unusual medical issue. And we do a, a shoot every year there that raises money for, for the foundation, and they do local scholarships. That is, the monies they raise in Prescott, Arizona, stays in Yavapai County, which is wonderful. So that's always fun, plus just all the regular classes that we do. Every other year we do a uh, free 250 pistol and 223 carbine for veterans of the current overseas war. We wish we could include all the veterans of all the wars, but it, it just it, it becomes financial at some point. So that's always very popular. Those classes have long since filled. Uh, two years ago when we did our last one, we had two gentlemen step up and say, these great veterans do not need to pay for their lunches. And they wrote a check for $12,000 to our lunch caterer. So all four of those classes, none of those veterans, those great men and women had to pay for their lunches for those, those, uh, two weeks. So it, this is a neat place. The Gunsight family is astounding. So we've got a lot of things going on. Go to gunsight.com and you can see all the different classes that we have offered. All right, buddy. Well, hey, it's always a joy talking to you. And now that you've promised Desi, you're in serious trouble. I'm just you're in trouble, you know. Mister. She's got you in her well, you sights. Just, 
I'm telling you, Ken at Gunsight.com. Say again, Ken at Gunsight.com. You send me an email. Let me know what you know about a range and what we can try to sort out, and we'll do our best to be there. All right, buddy. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, and we will right. be talking to you down the road. All right. Happy New Year. Hey, when are you coming to Gunsight? We're yeah. out here. We're working on it. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. We have to get permission to leave California. <laughs> I hear you. There you go, buddy. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, guess what? We got a great sponsor, Black Hound Opsicle. Optics is now a 10-ring partner. Accurate, affordable, guaranteed, sporting optics that go the distance. Backed by customer service, it goes the extra mile. You might remember when Joe reviewed some of their scopes. We are so excited to welcome them as an official partner of the show. And Desi just bought one. I did, man. Just got it zeroed in last weekend at the range, and, and it is fantastic. I love it. Can't ask for a better uh, recommendation than that. Do we have the guru on the line? Mr. Michael, I'm sitting in my chair, Schwartz. In his pajamas. In his jammies. <laughs> uh, I'm here. First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> yeah, mega dittos, huh? Yeah, mega dittos. <laughs> hey, how'd KUSI go this morning? Good? I think it went well. I think it went well. I like the Hawaiian shirt. I was on the road, I like so I couldn't shirt. do it. I was thinking to myself, you know, it's Sunday, it's San Diego. Aloha shirt. You weren't I wearing I a suit off with style and grace. No. He didn't even wear his SDCGO polo. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know what's up with this. Yeah, I think it went well. It was uh, KUSI is awesome. They're always so nice to us. They're very, um, you know, very local. I, I like uh, mm-hmm. KUSI a lot because they really, really uh, go around town and talk to the locals, the local organizations, and movers and shakers all across San Diego. So they invited me to come on and talk about. Um, uh, Biden, the Biden administration, and what is going to happen when it comes to the Second Amendment and gun ownership. Um, and Joe did a fantastic job a few weeks ago, or it might be a couple months now, of uh, talking about, hey, this is, I think it was actually before the election, wrote an article saying, hey, this is the potential. This is what they're looking to do. And, and he really spelled out exactly what the Biden administration is, is looking to do when it comes to gun ownership. And Congress isn't even back in session yet. Uh, they haven't even sworn Biden in, and there are already five bills ready to go. Those are all so gun bills. What so what? What has he got? What do they got planned for the people that didn't watch KUSI? So what they have planned is I'm going to run through them just a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about them, and uh, they're all going to sound real familiar. Um, HR one six seven, HR one sixty seven. That's going to, that's universal background checks. It's going to prohibit the transfer of a firearm at a gun show by any person who is not a federally licensed firearms dealer. So basically, that's a universal background check. So in most other states, um, you don't have to go through a dealer to buy and sell a firearm. Of course, here in California, all transfers have to go through a dealer. But uh, after this passes, uh, if it passes, when it passes, I, I don't see any anything that's going to stop this, um, considering the makeup of Congress and the White House. Um, but uh, it'll basically uh, transfers will have to go through 
a dealer in all 50 states. So, What do I always say? When it starts in California, it's a test bed, and it heads out across the United spreads States. spreads like a disease. It does. My, Michael, did they mention a registry with that, too? Because that, that usually goes hand-in-hand hand with the universal background check thing. Well, I'm glad you asked. HR 130 is the next one. <laughs> That's going to require, uh, that's actually a, a combination of uh, safe storage um, and, uh, and also, uh, actually, I, uh, I got this wrong. Uh, licensing is actually HR 127. Apologize. HR 127 is the licensing of firearm and ammunition. Um, uh, and it's also uh, prohibits some, some different kinds of ammunition. They don't have all the text on these. So typically what they do is they put these out and they say, hey, this is generally what we're looking to try to do. And then they start filling in the blanks. But this is going to force uh, registration of all firearms and ammunition, very much like we have here in California. So it's a different bill, but you're right. It's hand in hand with... uh, uh, with the uh, you know universal background. So is that one of those things where they have to pass it before we find out what's in it? <laughs> no, no, they're gonna they're gonna write it. It's uh, you know they'll write it and it'll be debated and it'll it'll get worse and it'll get better and then it'll get worse and then they'll pass it. Um, but uh, you know it's gonna take months for them to, to to get this through. I'm assuming they could ramrod it through, but it, usually they uh, you know debate it and you know, go through the text. So that's HR one two seven. HR one three zero is actually the safe storage of uh, firearms and ammunition. So a few years ago, they started really marching that up and down the state of California, where you know if you have to you have to store your firearms uh, safely, uh, you know, in a uh, either disabled or or in a some kind of safe that they decide is 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 uh, you know proper. Um, but they took it a step further here federally. It's, it's going to be the safe storage of firearms and ammunition. Uh, and it actually, uh, I don't even know what this part means, but it also requires the investigation of reports of improper storage of firearms or ammunition. So you don't just have to store them, um, you, you know, your firearm, you just have to store your ammunition, but they're actually forcing you to tell on your neighbors, it looks like, and and uh, go investigate them. That, now, that is that, a, that, that sound fun? That is a Democrat characteristic, though, right? Uh, Tell on your neighbors? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, absolutely. So uh, here's another fun one. H.R. 125, H.R. 125 is going to implement a seven-day wait period on all semi-automatic firearms, silencers, armor-piercing ammunition, or large-capacity am, uh, ammunition magazines. Uh, any kind of transfer, any kind of purchase. It's going to be a seven-day wait period. So we have a 10-day wait period out here in California. The rest of the nation is about to experience a seven-day wait period. I don't know if that's going to – I don't know if it can happen at the same time. I wonder if that will turn into a 17-day wait period. Probably not. I hope I don't not. Need, yeah, I don't want to start any rumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, You heard it. Mike said it. 17 days, guys, coming through. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Which is <laughs> – which, by the way, is kind of interesting. If, so in California, you can't buy a silencer at all. You know, uh, it's, it's basically impossible. But there are places um, where you, if you're, you're a hunter or whatever, you can buy a silencer. Um, but it takes longer than seven days. It takes months. So I'm not quite sure what the purpose of a seven-day wait period uh, to, to buy a silencer that takes you months to purchase. You know, you really have to, you have to file paperwork and, 
pay taxes and do all kind. You got to jump through all kinds of hoops to buy a silencer. Suppressor is so, the term we use. You know, don't don't use the language of the dead there. You know, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, but it, kind of ridiculous, right? I mean, really, the the point of that is they don't know what they're talking about, right? They've they no never idea what have. They're talking about. No. That means, have. So we're gonna have to wait seven days to buy our, our armor-piercing ammunition. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's the so that's that right there is the dangerous part. What is uh, armor-piercing <laughs> ammunition? There's a lot you can define that any old way. You Dep- know, depends what, on your what, armor, what, I guess, huh? And it depends on it the depends language. Depends on your armor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, you know, look for this to get even more screwed up than the description. But they're allowing us to that. buy armor-piercing ammo where before they weren't. Should we go try to buy well, some now then before this law goes into effect? <laughs> well, if it goes, Again, it depends. It, it depends on what definition of armor piercing ammunition is. In California, they have a definition. They definitely have a definition, but it's kind of like assault weapon, right? What's the definition of assault? Well, there's not a armor piercing ammunition is not an industry term. You know that that does. There's no definition of that. You know, it's like like in the car world. If I say pickup truck, you know what that means. You know, it's an open bed and a right. cab four with. You know. There's no definition of what an armor of what armor piercing ammunition is. So you know, it's, it's, they're setting themselves up for enormous an enormous power grab. So, Mike, talk about the law that they're trying to push through that scares me the most that we were talking about earlier. Uh, remind me, I'm sorry. That's the one where they could go after the manufacturers to sue them. Oh yeah, so that they don't actually have that bill written yet, but that's uh, one of uh, Biden's uh, one of the one of his initiatives under gun control on his website was that, and they've been trying to do this for years. Um, they want to be able to go after manufacturers, gun manufacturers, if someone you know someone buys a gun and they go use it in a crime, in the commission of a crime, something like that. Um, they want to be able to sue the manufacturer, like the, for example, the victim would want to. They want to allow the victim to sue the manufacturer because the criminal misused the product that they manufactured. Hey, Michael, doesn't that involve that involves um, repealing an existing law, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It, it, it's going to be enormously difficult for them to get that done. But that was that's, that's an initiative that the that the uh, Biden uh, administration put front and center on their. Uh, on their uh, list of uh, of uh, initiatives that they want to do to combat uh, gun crime, but that's not a bill. That's not actually a bill. Just to be clear, there's not a bill written for that yet because, like you said, it's it's uh, it's a little bit more complicated than just passing a bill. Um, the final bill, though, because so we've talked about all these bills, all these new things, all these new initiatives. Um, so uh, of course they have to have somebody to enforce it, right? Well, HR one twenty one provides the hiring of 200 additional ATF agents in order to enforce gun laws. So this is the party and the candidate of defunding law enforcement and defunding the police. But if it's federal, if they're federal police and if they're going after guns, then by all means, let's fund the heck out of them. So there's going to be an additional 200 ATF agents on the streets looking for uh, gun owners to arrest. Isn't that fun? So, Michael, do you think there's um, because there's there's really at least for the next two years there's no checks and balances uh, there really it's whatever they want to write they can pass and he'll four. sign. Well, no, because the hope is in 2022 that hopefully the Republicans can get their act together 
and take back the House and or the Senate, which will slow it down a little bit. But until that happens or unless that happens, there's no way to stop it. And what I was going to ask is, do you think there's enough sane Democrats left in the party to stop some of the the more outrageous stuff? Because they only have well, they have a seven person majority, I think, in the House. Uh, we're going to find out. <laughs> you know, and honestly, I don't I don't have a lot of faith that the Republicans are going to get into. I mean, it, let's say Republicans take over the House and the Senate two years from now. They're not going to repeal this stuff. They never do. No, they won't be able to repeal that, it. I was and, they and could not, at least slow it down. And not only that, after this debacle we just went through, do you really think they're going to lose the House and the Senate any more in the future? They've got total control over the voting. They're never, well, ever going to let it happen. They're going to fight it, to keep it. It's an enormous mess. Now, here, and this is, this is something we've been saying. Dave, you kicked off the segment saying, hey, if they do it in California, it's going to spread to the rest of the country. Yes. Now, I just read five horrible bills. All of them have the potential to pass. It would not shock me at all if all five of these passed. And I wouldn't shock me at all if they passed within the first 90 days. I agree. Um, really, truly wouldn't surprise me at all. Guess where all of these five originated from? Now, 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 I mean, I should say the author of all five of these bills. Guess where they originated from? California. Well, no, it's, Texas. It's, it's ironic, they, though. Texas. Wait, Texas? Texas? Texas. All all five of these were written by uh, representatives from the great state of Texas. Beto you know, for years. No, no the, the he's elected not in, ones. Uh, he's not in Congress. <laughs> it's. Uh, 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 Green and, and uh, Sheila Jackson Lee. Uh, um, and, you know, for years, people have been telling me that, you know, it's just California and, hey, I'm moving to this other this other free state where I, I'm safe and secure, you know, from the big bad. No, it's the whole country. There's no more running and, uh, yeah. and hiding anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a 50-state fight. Everybody has to be involved. Yeah. Um, and this is exactly what we said with, with all the, you know, gun, uh, uh, second amendment, uh, uh, organizations have been saying is, is going to happen. It's happening. We know it's ironic is almost none of those laws really impact us out here. Cause we already have it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. There's no problem. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's actually KUSI. She asked me that. She said, well, <laughs> how's this going to affect California? I said, well, we're just gonna have to keep fighting because this is we've already you know the only thing that will really affect this is you know we're gonna have additional ATF folks now keep in mind these ATF uh, hires they're not out looking for you know gang members they're out looking for honest law-abiding right. gun owners right. who are breaking these new ridiculous laws. Well, no, because um, they like the criminals. That's gonna affect California. They love but, the criminals. Yeah, but the rest is you're right. We just stuff we're already dealing with. Jesus. So, you know, maybe we'll set up like a, a, a support group for uh, the other 49 states and uh, <laughs> tell them, you know, hey, this is how you deal with it. Not yep. me, SD slash 50 states. I mean, we can make it happen. <laughs> we can go nationwide. That's now, the idea. Mike, you said something a second ago that I just want to reiterate. Second Amendment advocate groups like ourselves are going to become more important than ever because we're here to help fight the front lines to help. Correct. That's the idea. Exactly. Yeah. So if you guys are out there and listening, you're not a member, only $10 a month, sign up, be a part of our family and be a part of the fight. It's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot. Let me tell you. And if you think it was crazy before, sounds to me, thank you very much, Mike. You're as bad as John Dillon. Uh, it's going to get worse. 
can only get worse before yeah, it gets I mean, better. I think I'm notoriously a glasses half full guy, especially when it comes to um, the Second Amendment. I mean, it's something we fight for. We've been real successful. I think we have, you know, our brightest days are ahead of us. This is all really bad news. Very bad. Uh, and it's going to be an extremely rough year. It's going to be a very rough administration. Um, you know, Biden is going to be horrible for the Second Amendment. I think he is. Stick too. together. All right, buddy. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Go cuddle you the bet. kitties, and we'll hopefully you're going to come back next week. Absolutely, I'll be there. All right, you're the man. Say hi to the Love wife. Show. Give her a cup of uh, chicken noodle soup. She'll be fine. All right. All right, buddy. See you guys. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, educating you on your Second Amendment right. Now, here are your hosts of Gun Owners Radio, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Okay, our show needs your help. We were just talking about it. We live in a state where your self-defense rights are quickly eroding. Let us be your voice to help defend and restore the Second Amendment. Help spread the word about the fight. There's two easy things that you can do, and it won't cost you a dime. Like and subscribe to the show on YouTube, Facebook, Parlor, Spotify, the podcast, or wherever you like to listen to the show. Second, share the show with as many friends as you can. And remember, together we will win. All right, this is my favorite subject or segment. This is Stump, my nephew. Hey, Sam, how's it going? Great, how are you? Doing fine. Well, we've got a a sit-in to ask you the question, and that would be Desi. So, Desi, say hi to Sam. Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm stepping in for your uncle today as he's not here. So I got your question. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's have it. All right. So this is coming from Olga in Santee. And her question is, in honor of females in Firearms Month, Annie Oakley was a sharpshooter extraordinaire in the early 1900s with Buffalo Bill's Wild Wild Rest Show. She used a variety of guns. And one of her most famous was a stock Winchester 1873. What caliber was it? That's a tough one. Um, I'm just going to come right out and say it. I'm not positive on this. Um, I, I don't even remember what uh, what the the 73 was chambered in. I I kind of want to say. Forty-four, forty. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You were just sort of thinking about it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a setup. I just yeah, he just he leaves just us right up to that. That he didn't know the answer. <laughs> I think Annie Oakley's his aunt. I'm serious. I wasn't sure about that one. Really, you weren't? No. Interesting. Okay. So a forty-four, forty. Do you, do you know why it's a forty-four, forty? Um, yeah, you're looking at a uh, 44 nominally a 44 caliber bullet on top of 40 grains of black powder. Ah. I mean, I haven't shot one, but that that sounds like it should make for pretty uh, pleasant shooting. Uh, black powder is much less powerful grain for grain than smokeless powder. Yeah. So uh, that it's I mean, it, it's it's basically a pistol caliber. So that uh, sounds like it would be good for rapid uh 
trick shooting. So yeah. Sam, Sam, wasn't that one of the one of the big selling points from the Winchester 1873? Was that it was chambered in a common pistol round for back then, so that people that typically carried a handgun and a rifle didn't have to carry two different kinds of ammo. Yeah, even back then, people were looking at uh, the potential advantages of having a long gun and a handgun that could share ammunition between the two. Because if, if you're out um, exploring the West and you only have a limited amount of space to carry ammo on you, it would be extra useful to be able to shoot it out of both of your long gun and uh, your revolver. Um, same as today, except in those days, people weren't complaining if it didn't take Glock mags. Yeah. Is there a lot of, is, is the, so I'm assuming the recoil is not as, uh, as severe with the 4440. Like I, I haven't shot one, but as I understand it, 4440 is a, is a very gentle cartridge. Yeah. Well, not picking on the fact that she was a woman, but from everything I've seen. She was, she was small stature. Yeah, I was going to say, she's very small stature. Yeah. She wasn't six foot six and 300 pounds. I mean, she was just <laughs> a little petite thing. Yeah. So if, if you're going to be uh, doing a lot of shooting, especially exhibition shooting and trying to make difficult trick shots mm-hmm. and uh you know you you don't need a 4570 right i totally agree i totally agree all right well hey man it's always good uh chatting with you again uh congratulations thanks always a pleasure being on i know we always love having you on and we'll be talking to you next week i'm sure yep all right thanks and say hi to the family all right good night all right folks January is Female and Firearms Month, and if you know a female firearms owner, please tell them to tune in to Gun Owners Radio. Today we talked Desi from Not Me SD, and you are not going to want to miss next week because we're going to have Bree Warner. Your ability to own a firearm keeps you from being subjected to the whims of others without your permission. That's why we believe women should be well-armed, empowered to protect themselves. Do you not agree? I agree 100%. Kind of a silly question asking you, huh? Kind of a silly question, Dave. I know. I do that on occasion. Well, I just got to tell you, we have really enjoyed having you on the show. And as far as I'm concerned, Rich, you are more than welcome to come in. I think it's just an added value to, uh, to the show. Don't you agree, Rich? Oh, look, you put a thumbs up. Thanks for having me, and I would love to come back anytime you will have me. Okay, and the website to your organization is? NotMeSD.org. And so all you ladies out there, or all you guys that have girlfriends, moms, sisters, and wives, that if you think this would be a great opportunity for them, then you need to kind of slip this piece of paper in front of your wife or girlfriend, mother, or sister, and let them know, hey, this might help. Tell them to stop bugging you and come to us. We will help them. That's what I am doing, guaranteed, and we cannot thank you enough. Also, if you're listening on YouTube or on a podcast, do us a favor, hit that like button and subscribe button as well, and do a favor and share this show with all your friends, because if you don't think the next 12 months aren't going to be insane... The last thing you want to be is uneducated, and we will tell you straight up what's going on. We try to keep this show non-political, but boy, I tell you what, it's going to be tough in 2021, and we really want you to help us out with all our sponsors. You know, whether you buy something or just call them up and thank them, San Diego County gun owners, that one you can join is $10. Come on, folks, $10. U.S. Law Shield, you can get a T-shirt. 
Callie Key, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, easy as pie to put it in, the Dillon Law Group. You'll definitely want to keep them in your portfolio in the event you get yourself in trouble. And you got to keep your guns clean. Seal One. PRMI Mortgage, just thank Chris for helping out. And the National Concealed Carry Association. And I think there was one other one too, wasn't it? It was the Black Hound Optics. Thank you very much. We just didn't get that on the list. And I really want to thank Desi for coming in. It's been an absolute joy. Joe Jamisi, awesome job as usual. Sam the Gunman, somebody didn't get him again. And, of course, Brendan Thomas for all his assistance. And Rich, who keeps us on Facebook and keeps sticking little notes in front of us telling us what we got to do and what we can't do. Uh, Any final words, Desi? Come sign up. We'll help you out. And I look forward to speaking with all of you ladies over the next year. How about you, Joe? Yeah, I just want to point out, I'm also a joy here, right? You're a total joy. <laughs> you missed him on your thing. Did, did I not say Joe Gerbisi? You did. Yeah, you say- said. But I wasn't a joy. Well, you're not a I joy. I didn't get the joy thing. Joy for Joe. Joy for Joe. <laughs> how about if uh, How about if I get Brandon to give you a big hug? Oh, there you go. I'll take a Brandon hug. He's a big bear huggy kind of guy. You'd like that. Bear hugs are the best. You might even get a cookie out of it. Stranger uh-huh. things have happened. Oh, Bob Siegel's. <laughs> I got a sneaky feeling Bob Siegel's on fire tonight. That, you know, I was thinking that same thing. I'm, I'm looking I, forward to the ride home. I'm going to go home and sit. Bob's not here? It's uh, Michael Friedenberg today. So. Michael Friedenberg. Oh, that was, oh, he's he, always, Michael's always on fire. Okay, so that's well, cool. whatever you do, when you turn your radio on, make sure you use asbestos gloves. Because when <laughs> Michael gets on the mic, you're going to have to replace this one because I have a feeling it's going to melt. Say, uh, yes. Oh, look, he's talking cars. All right, we're going to hit the dusty trail. Thanks, guys. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Gun Owners Radio, fighting to preserve and restore your Second Amendment right. Learn more about Gun Owners Radio and how to become a guest or sponsor by visiting gunownersradio.com. Join Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz every week at this same time as they talk guns and Second Amendment rights. Have fun while staying informed and getting involved. This has been Gun Owners Radio on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.